Hey, hey, Superglue. Welcome back to the Superglue podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm your host, Meredith McNerney. And in today's episode of the Superglue podcast, we're going to talk about boosting your self-esteem to reduce your emotional exhaustion. What? Oh my gosh, that sounds like a mouthful. So let me break this down a little bit and talk about why this research really matters. So I started doing a lot of research around emotional exhaustion. And the reason for that is it's a new school year. I'm hoping that as many teachers and principals and school leaders across the country are heading back to school, that we're able to go back with new mindsets and being able to see things from a more positive perspective. Because as you all know, the last couple of years have been really tough. And I've been watching a lot of news reports as well and terms of how the impact of COVID is still lingering. It's not gone away. In fact, we're seeing many of our students showing up with a lot of stress that they're carrying, and we're seeing an increase in mental health among our students, mental health needs and concerns, and the treatment plans that they need and the options for treatment are often not there because, you know, it's really fascinating and, and a bit overwhelming to read about, but because there's so much need for mental health support for our adolescents in this country, a lot of times students are not getting what they need. There are not psychologists or psychiatrists available. You have to wait six months or more or longer. You may have seen all of this. It's been reported on the news that now a lot of families are turning to emergency rooms and pedi- pediatricians who are not necessarily equipped or ready to support mental health challenges and and support students um, and adolescents. And oh my God, what does that mean for our teachers? So God bless all of you who are in schools. I want to just start this year by talking about emotional exhaustion and what we can do about it. How do we boost it, especially knowing all that we have going on in our schools right now and the depth in which our students are coming to school and needing us. But I hope to do this episode so that people have an uplifted mindset, some information Because I believe that knowledge is power, right? And if you have some information that can help you cope with emotional exhaustion, then you know what to do about it. And not to say that in this episode, we're going to answer it all and know it all and everybody's going to feel kumbaya and rainbows and sunshine every moment. Y'all know I do not believe in that. We are going to think today about some ways that we can manage emotional exhaustion And move from that state of feeling vulnerable and maybe overwhelmed to having a little more resilience and bounce back in our lives. But as I'll always remind you, super gluers, we never stay in that full state of resilience, right? So anybody that's walking around is like, I have got my stuff all together. I am always feeling good. I'm always on the resilient side of the spectrum. Like, wow, please come and teach me something. Because from what I know and understand about this research is it's always an ebb and flow. So we're here to talk about some strategies to help you prevent emotional exhaustion as the new year starts. And let me just give one more big shout out to every single person working in a school, school system, anything to do with school. If you're a parent and you are sending kids to school, I mean, a big old shout out to all of the super gluers out there who are doing the hard work and supporting our adolescents during this time. Y'all may know that I sent, I, not I, we, my husband and I sent our daughters to college. So we're empty nesters and 
Uh, that's been a really exciting time. But let me tell you, that has not come without challenges that, you know, could potentially lead me into emotional exhaustion. One, just from, you know, of course, missing them and the transition, but also just, you know, helping them adjust. And especially Caitlin being a freshman, it, it takes time. These things take time. So I think all of us have some connection back to schools, but a big, super big shout out and special recognition for all of the, all of you that are in schools every day doing the hard work with our adolescents. I um, dedicate this episode to you. So in that, I want to start with, you know, when we think about emotional exhaustion, especially from a teacher standpoint, and, you know, if you work in a school, you're going to understand this or in a high pressure job, but emotional exhaustion actually sets in due to time pressure, right? So I so get that. Like when I get emotionally exhausted, it's because my schedule is too full and I feel it. It's like, boom, 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 move, 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 time. Like I never feel like I have enough time, right? That's that's the season of my life where emotional exhaustion is bound to set in because I'm under time pressure. And when we think about this, in particular for schools, traditional forms of boosting morale are just not going to be enough, right? So, you know, it's great to do things for our staff and, and put, you know, snacks in the lounge. I used to love to do like little fun things that we could recognize our staff. And we, I think got creative, not, not me, we, but our team was really creative about doing some things, you know, to recognize people and doing little treats and things like that. But y'all, that is not going to be enough. Okay. That is not going to help someone uh, reduce burnout or prevent them from quitting. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about things that go beyond like that idea of, you know, I want to come home, get on the couch, binge Netflix, watch, watch wine. Oh my gosh. I don't want to watch the wine. I want to drink the wine, but I want to watch my Netflix and drink my wine. And that's how I'm going to cope. And I think I can so relate to that because I did that many a times um, when I was dealing with emotional exhaustion and, you know, popping things in the teacher's lounge while it's very nice and a great gesture, it's, it's not enough, right? So we need to begin to have more conversations about, well, what really does help and what really can we do? And this week we're talking a lot about self-care. Um, and I've left with you in the show notes, this really great wheel. And uh, it, it's a different one than ones that I've seen before. You've seen lots of these wheels out there, but I want to focus on one of these areas and it's around interest, hobbies, and playfulness. So as we talk about emotional exhaustion today, we're going to make the connection between humor, self-esteem, and emotional exhaustion. So let's just jump in. First of all, we have this thing in our family about who is the funniest. So Mark is definitely hands down the funniest. Everyone agrees with that of the four of us. But then, you know, I would like to speak up and say that I'm pretty funny. And I think that as this, you know, parent, the mom, that I'm pretty funny and I say some funny stuff, but nobody else thinks I'm funny. And they rank me at number four. I'm consistently ranked as the fourth funniest person in our house of four people. So I guess I'm not really that funny, but when I think about humor and I read the research on humor, in particular, uh, social psychology looks at humor as a way of helping us build our social or our psychological well-being rather. But it's not actually the humor itself. So let me explain this. So 
being funny is great, but being funny does not inevitably increase our self-esteem or reduce our emotional exhaustion. What we need to understand is the type of humor that can actually help us boost our self-esteem and feel like we can manage really tough stuff is actually called self-enhancing humor. It's this particular type of humor that's it's very different from self-deprecating humor, by the way. So um, for those of us, I mean, I like a little good self-deprecating humor every now and then, but that's not actually helpful to helping us cope with burnout. I mean, it's good to laugh at ourselves and make fun of ourselves in front of others, but but that's not really what the research or the science uh, will say about this. It's actually self-enhancing humor. So what is that? That's our inner ability to look at something with a more humorous outlook when we're facing adversity, right? And why would we want to do that? Well, there's a really great body of evidence that's showing that self-enhancing humor increases self-esteem. And what does self-esteem do for us? Self-esteem actually boosts our ability to deal with emotional burnout and emotional exhaustion. When we feel better about ourselves, And we feel that we have inner strength, that we can kind of laugh at ourselves or laugh at a situation, not putting ourselves down, by the way, got to be really careful about that, not putting ourselves down, but we're able to see the humor in something we have from a self-enhancing standpoint. And we see it as elevating ourselves in a way that is recognizing the good in us, seeing the good in us and what we offer to the world we boost our self-esteem and this can be kind of coping humor for us, right? So it's absolutely not sarcasm. It's absolutely not putting others down while trying to be funny. In fact, the research says that those that the form of humor will have no positive impact on our ability to cope with emotional exhaustion. So simply put, having a good sense of humor is good for our self-esteem, but it's got to be the type of sense of humor that helps us get introspective and let things go a little bit, helps us to see kind of the humor in our situation that might be tough and really utilizing humor when facing adversity. So it sounds so ridiculous, but the best example I can give you of this, and I may have talked about this on the show before, is when I was going through cancer and I had this face mask and they had to like create a mask to fit my face. And that doesn't sound funny at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I always laugh. I don't know this. Okay. I'm being inappropriately funny. So I've got this face mask on. And, you know, it like locks you to the table so you can get your uh, radiation without it going all over parts of your body. You don't want it. And then, you know, when you're done, you you graduate from radiation, you get to keep the the mask. Woo-hoo. So one Halloween, Mark brought the mask outside and he was running around chasing the children like he was like Freddy from, you know, Halloween. I'm sure I'm getting my characters mixed up. I'm sorry for all my movie buffs out there. I'm sure I'm saying this wrong, but you know, there's. Halloween or whatever it was, Nightmare on Elm Street, one of those, I don't know. And the guy had that like, you know, tight mask on his face. And we were like dying laughing. It wasn't making fun of me. It was just, we were finding humor in the ridiculousness of the situation, right? And letting go. And it actually, for me, because the timing was right, I was in a place to receive that humor and I was personally making those kind of jokes. So it felt comfortable to have someone that I love do that as well. But that, that was a kind of a, it sounds silly, but it was almost like a confidence booster to me because it helped me to see like, hey, 
you've overcome this. You're done with this part of your life. And you actually can look back and, and, and laugh a little bit, you know, at parts of it. Right. And so self-esteem is necessary in order to help us overcome burnout. And so one of the ways we can boost our self-esteem is through this type of humor. All right. So let's get funnier. I mean, and let's just relax a little bit with ourselves and think about the ways that we can bring a little bit more uh, relaxation and funny outlook to our lives. So with that, Super Gluers, I want to leave you with a couple of scriptures today. Proverbs 17.22 says, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And Ephesians 5, 4 says, let there be no filthiness or foolish talk nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. And I love that one because um, I'm personally just not a big fan of sarcasm. I don't mind a little bit of it, I guess, but I always feel like we have to be so careful with that or like talking, using humor in a, in a way that harms people or using humor in a way that puts people down. And And the research is really clear on this is that it doesn't help us at all build our self-esteem. Uh, I think a lot of people do it to make themselves maybe feel better in the moment. But, you know, from scripture to uh, modern day research, there really is no evidence that this is healthy or good for us. But instead, um, having a thankful heart and being able to look at things from a thankful perspective to boost our self-esteem in a way that helps us to avoid, avoids a strong word. Let's not say avoid but manage, manage emotional burnout. How about that? Hey, if it's your thing and you are open to a morning prayer, I'd love for you to join me. All are welcome here no matter what you practice, but uh, this prayer is for everybody and and I hope you'll join me in it. So if you would, bow your heads and, and let's get ready for a morning prayer. Father God, I thank you so, so much for modern day research, giving us science to help us understand our brains and help us understand ourselves. And Lord, I pray for every super gluer here that they will boost their self-esteem by their perspective of how they look at things internally and how they see things around them, even when they're facing adversity. Lord, I ask you to uplift every super gluer, giving them the strength that they need to manage emotional exhaustion, giving them an opportunity to go back to some of the tools and strategies, whether it's a you know, a wheel or it's a prayer or it's meditation or it's walking or whatever form it takes on that we will utilize strategies to keep ourselves uplifted and truly, Lord, that we spotlight you in this process, that you are our ultimate creator and that with you, we can do anything. And with, with you, we can persevere and we can persist and we are not alone because of you. In all this, I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, super gluer, get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye for now.